Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فويل للمصلين الذين هم عن صلاتهم ساهون الذين هم يراءون ويمنعون المعون صدق الله العظيم ان شاء الله ان today's khutbah i will talk about a subject which is a, a very important subject for our actions that we undertake and it is connected ان شاء الله to the intentions behind our actions. The ayah that I recited, that is about the salah actually, the people who pray. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, The meaning of these ayat is Allah is saying that the woe to those people who pray. Not talking about the people who do not pray. Now we're talking about the people who actually pray. The one who are performing the salah. And they are referred as, some of the meaning refer to them as, as actually munafiqeen in this, in this case. Say, who delay their salah from their, the time they're supposed to be praying. Those who do good deeds only to sin by the men. So they are doing those actions for the riyah, for the showing off. And interestingly enough, uh, Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah, he actually started his book, Sahih al-Bukhari, with the hadith connected to the very same idea of intention. And this hadith, we hear a lot of time actually. The hadith is reported by Umar bin Khattab radiallahu an, and this hadith is a muttafakun alayh hadith, meaning reported by both Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim. And the hadith, the wording of the hadith are, إِنَّمَا الْعَمَالُ بِالنِّيَاتِ that the, the actions are dependent on the niyyah, or the uh, actions are dependent on the intentions. And whatever action, so uh, whatever action man have taken, it is he is judged by his intentions. For man kanat hijratuhu ilallahi wa rasuli, for hijratuhu ilallahi wa rasuli. So whosoever migrated for the sake of Allah and his messenger, then his migration will be counted for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger. وَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَتُهُ لِلْدُنْيَا يُسِيبُهَا أَوْ إِمْرَاتٍ يَنْكِحُهَا فَهِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى مَا هَاجَرَ إِلَيْهِ And whosoever have migrated for the worldly affairs, the worldly things, or to marry a woman, then his hijra will be counted for that purpose. Even though we know the hijrah when we say 
It is connected to for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal when you migrate. So you can live under Islam. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned that very clearly in the hadith that it is your actions are dependent on your intention. This is why Imam Bukhari actually, he started this hadith, uh, the book, uh, his famous book, Sahih al-Bukhari, with this hadith. So we continue on looking at all our actions, making sure the intentions are good. And this hadith is also reported by Imam Nawawi in his 40th hadith. And uh, he also started the, his famous 40th hadith book also with the same hadith. And uh, Imam Shafi, rahimahullah, he said, this hadith is one-third of the knowledge of Islam. And about 70 topics of the fiqh are connected or related to this hadith. And Imam Ahmad, he said, Islam is based on three fundamentals. And all among, uh, all are among these 40 hadith. And then he says that the first hadith, which is in the this is the first hadith that we should know of. That's why he's referring to this as the one third. And the other hadith which is mentioned is from Aisha radiallahu anha. And this hadith is also a muttafaq And so is the third hadith. They, all of them are muttafaq hadith from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The hadith, the other one that mentioned the Aisha is مَنْ أَحْدَثَ فِي أَمْرِنَا هَذَا مَا لَيْسَ مِنْهُ فَهُوَ رَدْ If a person, if anyone introduces into the affairs of our deen, anything which does not belong to, the, to Islam, then it is rejected. If it's not coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam something, that action is rejected. So, when this hadith, when we talk about the intent, actions are dependent on intentions, a lot of times this hadith is unfortunately misunderstood. And this is misunderstood in a strange manner. It is understood as if, if your actions, if your intentions are good, no matter how the action is, that action will be, uh, will be accepted. And this is an incorrect understanding of the hadith. The correct understanding of the hadith is that the actions are already have to be, it's a must, have to be according to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us. Now this hadith is pointing towards you are doing an action which is according to from the apparent way of the action has been performed, is done according to Islam. But the intention underneath, lying intention, is incorrect. And it is not what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us. In those cases, the hadith, the, the action is not accepted by Allah Azza wa Jal. And the, the, the Mufassireen of the hadith, they discuss this idea of the niyyah can be looked into from that two perspectives. One is when we talk about the ibadat, for that the niyyah or intention is a must to have. It is actually talking about intending an action rather than the niyyah part, which is for an obligatory act of ibadah. So it is here talking about the intention or intending, what are you intending to gain out of an action? And the famous hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa goes along 
with the same hadith, so we will be very careful about our actions that we are undertaking. Whether it is salah, as the ayah talks about, the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to them as the salah, the, the, these musalleen are the, the destruction for them, so there's destruction for those people who are doing it for sure. All the people who are spending in the path of Allah Azza wa Jal, they can fall in the same category as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, la tubtilu sadaqatikum bilmanni waladha, kalladhi yunfiqu ma lahu riya, riya al-nasi wa la yu'minu billahi wa yu'min al-akhir. Allah Azza wa Jal says that, uh, O you who believe, do not waste your charity, sadaqatikum bilmanni, by, uh, by showing, reminding the one who you have given that, by giving him the pain of, the, of this, like the people who spend in the path of Allah Azza wa so they can show off to the people. So the actions which are done for showing off, they are not accepted by Allah Azza wa As the famous hadith Qudsi from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I mean, we know hadith Qudsi means the hadith which is basically the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or something Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, Rasulullah sallallahu is narrating in his words. This is different than the Quran. Quran is verbatim, as is reported by Rasulullah sallallahu as part of the Quran. So Hadith Qudsi, one of them, the famous Hadith Qudsi, which is reported by Abu Hurairah He said, I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi saying, so the hadith is saying the first people who will be judged on the day of judgment will be the man who was a, who's a shaheed. And he will be brought to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make known to him about the day of the resurrection. And Allah azza wa jal, even though he knows, he will ask, what did you do? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what he did, but he said, what did you do? And he will say, قَتَلْتُ فِيكَ حَتَّى That I fought for you until I was martyred. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, كَذَبْتْ Allah will say that you lied. وَلَكِنَّكَ قَاتَلْتَ لِأَنْ يُقَالْ جَرِيٌ فَقَدْ قِيلَ ثُمَّ أُمِرَ بِهِ فَسُحِبَ عَلَى وَجْهِ حَتَّى أُلْقِيَ فِي النَّارِ The hadith says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would say that you lied. You did this. So the people will say you were brave. And then he will be commanded. On his face he will be dragged into the hellfire. And then, وَرَجَلٌ تَعَلَّمَ الْعِلْمَ Quran. Then the person will be brought up. The one who learned, who learned the Quran, who recited the Quran, who taught the Quran. And same way he will be asked. And he will be reminded of what he was given. And he will be asked, What did you do with what you had? The blessings that you had? And he will say that I learned the, 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 the knowledge and I teach, I taught it, I read it for you, the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say again that you lied. 
ولكنك تعلمت العلم ليقال عالم وقرأت القرآن ليقال هو قاري فقد قيل ثم أمر به فسحب على وجهي حتى علقيا في النار الله سبحانه وتعالى say you lied you did that so people will call you a scholar alim a qari the one who recites the Quran in same way he will be commanded to drag on his face into the hellfire وَرَجُلٌ وَسَعَ اللَّهُ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ and then the man who was given blessings in this dunya وَعَتَاهُهُ مِنْ أَصْنَافِ الْمَالِ كُلِّهِ فَأُتِيَ بِهِ فَعَرَّفَهُ نِعْمَهُ فَعَرَّفَهَا same way he was given the wealth and all sorts of wealth and he will be born for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he will be made known about what he was given and he will recognize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say فَمَا عَمِلْتَ فِيهَا what did you do with what you were given قَالَ مَا تَرَكْتُ مِنْ سَبِيلٍ تُحِبُّ عَنْ يُنْفَقَ فِيهَا إِلَّا أَنْفَقْتُ فِيهَا لَكْ He would say, I did not leave any path that you love and I spent in that path. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say again to him, كَذَّبْتَ That you lied. وَلَكِنَّكَ فَعَلْتَ لِيُقَالْ هُوَ جَوَّادِ فَقَدْ قِيلَ ثُمَّ أُمِرَ بِهِ فَسُحِبَ عَلَى وَجْهِ the hadith says there's some similar wordings for this person. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, you lied. You did all these things. So people will call you a jawad, the one who spent in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who was generous. And then he will be commanded as well to be dragged on his face into the hellfire. So it is very clear from the ahadith of Rasulullah and the ayat of Allah Azza wa Jal that our actions are dependent on our intentions. What are we intending an action for? So we can spend all our lives living in the masjid probably. But if we are doing that for the sake of people saying, MashaAllah, he is in the masjid, the first person arrives in the masjid, stays there in the masjid, worshiper of Allah Azza wa Jal. And if that's what he is intending for, that will be not accepted by Allah Azza wa Jal. And if we are carrying the da'wah of Islam to the people, so the people will say, MashaAllah, he is a da'wah carrier, he carries the da'wah to the people of Islam. He's calling people towards Islam, so people will look up to him. Or he's doing this da'wah, so he can show that his jama'ah he is, he is linked with. So he can show to those people, I am doing something for, 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 for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal. But in reality, he wants to have the prestige among the people. Those actions are rejected by Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not accept partners for the deeds that are done for Allah Azza wa Jal. Similarly, if we are spending in the path of Allah, and this has become a fashion nowadays, unfortunately. Collect the money. Take the snapshots, selfies, pictures to whoever you're giving that donations to. So people would know you have spent in the path of Allah. Or your organization have spent in the path of Allah. So obviously it's the matter of heart. It's between you and Allah Azza wa We should be careful about this. That when we are spending in the path of Allah or doing any action in the path of Allah Azza wa are we really doing for sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or not? And there are many 
uh, ways of checking this, which are mentioned by the scholars regarding this. That how, we, how do we figure out if an action is done for the sake of Allah or for others? Uh, well, one of the, uh, the, one of the, the things which are mentioned is to make oneself appear good in the hearts of the people. If that's what our action is for, the people would think that you are doing something good. Check yourself. To seek the praise of others, that's why the action is done. There is a problem with action. To avoid being blamed by the others, you don't say the haq because people may not like you. Better check yourself. To seek the glorification of the others, to seek the wealth or the money from the others, to seek service, services or love from the others, or to seek the help of others for oneself. If that's what the actions are done for, there is a problem with reaction. And in general, the ikhlas part. To check the ikhlas, ikhlas will contradict these things. It will contradict the masya, committing sins, shirk, associating with Allah Azza wa and the riya, which is doing the action for showing off, or the nifaq, or for hypocrisy. If the ikhlas is there, these four things will not be there. So we should always be evaluating ourselves to see if we are doing the actions for the sake of Allah Azza wa or not. Whether how small the action is or how big the action is. It could be a small action as giving even a penny as a sadaqah or giving your life for the sake of Allah Azza wa We should better be careful about those actions. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.